friends, I'm Jill Rohrbaugh, and you're listening to the Growing in Goodness podcast. If you're looking to live life with a peace that surpasses all understanding as you navigate motherhood and marriage, all while growing your faith in every area, then this is the podcast for you. Listen in. My Heart and My Homeschool, wrapping up our first year. Jill, I want you to homeschool, the voice said that whispered to my heart. Oh no, I thought to myself. I knew this voice, and it's one that will not let up until I give in. But Lord, why? It's hard enough being a mom, and I was looking forward to some breathing room when the kids go to school. I'm not a teacher. Me, a homeschool mom? That's actually funny. I cannot even fathom it. Jill, it's what your kids need. And it's what you need. He patiently and lovingly responded. But how can this be what I need? I need more quiet, less stress, more time. Just trust me, Jill. That's all I ever ask of you. Just trust me. And that's how this whole thing began. Little by little, God continued to press into me. He began to show me why I was the best person to shape my children's hearts and minds. I could not believe it. But he showed me that I was fully capable, and he showed me what an honor it was to be their mom and their teacher, because I'd be the one to witness them reading their first full sentence and solve their first math problem. I'd get to teach them different types of clouds, and then when we went on our daily walks outside, we could look at them and call them out by name. But the most rewarding of all, I'd get to be the one to pray with them, sing worship songs, and read the Bible to them every morning and explain how everything we learn points back to Jesus. So, when it came time to decide if we were sending our kids to school, my, so- my heart was softened and had been completely changed. There was just no way I was sending them to school. Isn't it funny how God can change us and equip us for his plans? This reminds me of that verse in Proverbs, Proverbs sixteen nine, that says, We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. And to be honest, in this case, he certainly did. I mean, my plans were to enjoy me time and his plans were completely different. He wanted me to lay down my life, choose others. His plans were different, but I wouldn't change it now for anything. And here's why. We learned some of the most valuable lessons this year together in our first year of homeschool. The first one was to be moldable. So God talks about this in scripture. He describes how we are the clay and he is the potter. And I am just, I've never been a person that was easy to mold. I am stubborn. I mean, ask anyone that knows me. And God really worked this out in me this year. 
he made me understand that I have to let go of my own plans and go where the spirit leads me. I needed to learn that disruptions are often opportunities. For example, if Scarlett was crying too much during a lesson, I had to stop school and regroup later in the day when she napped. And this was hard for me because I'm a list person and I like to get done what I need to get done, like right off the bat and then use nap time for my own enjoyment. And then there were times when Jameson couldn't get through a math problem and it started to bring out the ugly in both of us. And I had to learn that it was time to put it away when it got to that point and move on. Initially, I wanted to drive hard into it and, and drive hard into him to learn it. But I had to let go of my own desires and I had to remember what was best for him. And when I was able to let go of my own plans and my own desires, I learned that nap time ended up cultivating some of the favorite times of teaching Jameson. I mean, we were relaxed and the house wasn't chaotic. No one was screaming and we laughed. We enjoyed each other. And when we put away that math problem for another day and picked it back up again, we almost always tackled it the next day with ease. We were just in a different place the next day. And this really taught me that God wants us to be moldable and to take his way because his way is better than our way. And I saw that the quicker I realized that God was leading us in another direction, the quicker our home was back to a place of peace and rest. We can apply this to all areas of our lives, can't we? I mean, not just homeschool. This is life. That was one valuable lesson. The second valuable lesson was that we could do more than we ever imagined. Jameson struggled to write and read when we stepped into the year. I'd never imagine at the end of this that he'd be reading whole books and reading and writing full sentences. As for me, I struggled to imagine that I could even do this homeschool gig. And here I am, I sit with a full file bin of papers that fill up each subject's file folder. I think about how I started the year. I was full of fear of the unknown, and now I end it teaching my children from a place of rest and rhythm. I could cry realizing I got this. But I know it is only because God gave me all I needed to get through this. He placed the right people, the right conversations, the right books, and all the things I needed to get us here. And now, I can't imagine doing life any other way. When God leads us a certain way and we take it, we will see him show up like never before and accomplish more through us than we could do on our own. And the last valuable lesson is just to trust. Trust God. He taught me through all of this that I need to lean into his voice more and trust his direction. Yes, of course, there's going to be struggles and hard moments, but oh, the reward. Obedience and trust in him lead to the most fulfilling life. 
I have a memory tucked so deep in my heart of my three babies in their PJs, and they were happily looking at me as I taught them the song, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. I will never forget it. Scarlett was sitting in her little tiny chair at the little table, and the boys were wrapped up in blankets, and they were looking at me to lead them. I mean, me, teaching them all about Jesus first thing in the morning, And they're looking at me as that person. What a gift. I still fill up with tears thinking about it. And besides those moments, the valuable moments outside of the lessons learned, there were the memorable moments like that. And they're just, they're just too numerous to even count. We had special days like Twin Day, where Jameson and Silas dressed up the same, and Dr. Seuss Day, where they had the big red and white hats on. And one day we finished reading Winnie the Pooh and watched the Winnie the Pooh movie in my bed with popcorn. All three of us, all four of us, even Scarlett. Um, Our field trips to the pumpkin patch and to a fun place called Kid Space. There was an adorable moment where it was our day to go in front of our CC co-op And we got to tell our class about our family. And then we did the Bible Pledge Allegiance and the Pledge Allegiance. And Silas held up the Holy Bible for the Bible Pledge Allegiance. And him holding it up was the cutest. The Bible was almost as big as him. And Jameson had to help hold it up. Um, and, And just these moments that you could never, ever dream of. And you just realize that they're gold and special moments at home, like in the winter when we would drink hot chocolate at the kitchen table, when I would read aloud different I survived books to them and different books to them. And then the days on the playground with the other co-op kids, Scarlett loved the swings and she giggled the entire time. Every week, Jameson was playing with a new boy or girl that I never saw before. And then there's Silas, who you could always find playing football with the big kids that were at least two times his size. These memories I'll just cherish and I'll never forget. I won't forget the tough times because they made us stronger. I won't forget the happy times because they brought us together. But most of all, I won't forget the time God is giving me with them. I know that time is fleeting and one day they will be gone but my heart will know I did exactly what God wanted me to do with them. My heart will be full because with the time I was given, I really gave it all I had. And I just can't imagine a greater way to live. So today I'm thankful. I'm thankful for God's whispers that whispers that don't give up on me. His love is truly the greatest love of all. He knows what's best for me and you, and he gives us abundantly more than we could ever ask or imagine. Oh, how my soul loves him. Here is our homeschool mission statement. Here we teach and learn from a place of rest. We cultivate a love of learning, but most importantly, a love for Jesus, knowing that all things point back to him. Every day we take notice of God's creation and thank him for it. We commit our hearts to his word. Here in our homeschool, there is warmth, joy, hope, love, and laughter. 
And if ever there is a moment that this doesn't feel true, we come back to read this and we make it right again. You can see my favorite um, homeschool um, things that we use this year, our favorite things that we use from a wall calendar to a book called Who is God to a planner and to some special things that we use to help Silas get in the um, groove of kind of learning. All of that is on the blog over at jillwerball.com. And just so you know, the wall calendar is awesome, even if you do not intend to homeschool this year. So you can check that out again over at the blog. Um, Thank you so much for listening today. And if you have any questions about homeschool, don't ever hesitate to reach out to me at jillymp5 at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to the Growing in Goodness podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to share it with others so that others can grow in goodness. And it would be just such an honor if you would review this podcast um, to help others find us here. And it is such a joy to grow in goodness alongside other women, mothers, and wives in this journey of our faith. And I hope you have the best week and I'll see you here next time on Growing in Goodness. Thank you.